0: Welcome to The Music Retail Show. Having conversations about the musical instrument industry to take you and your business farther.
1: The Music Retail Show hey everybody welcome to another episode of the music retail show man we just got back from nam and i'm telling you what 2019 is going to be a great year uh, for us and we hope for you as well today richard and i are going to be talking about philosophy and how that's going to carry you through this new great year give it a listen i'm sure you're going to love it and we'll see you on the other side own a music store or sell guitars online need more inventory to stay competitive in today's market? MIRC is the nation's largest wholesaler of quality used guitars. Visit www.mircweb.com to become a dealer today. All right, hey, we are back for another episode, Richard. And this is actually our first episode that we're doing since we got back from the Nam Show.
0: It it, it so absolutely is, it would yes. probably
1: benefit us to kind of talk a little bit about why we were gone for just a couple minutes because uh, it was a great time. I thought, yeah, we did I thought we did ext- some
0: updates, but those updates yeah. were very very brief and yeah. and very unorganized. And on some of them, we didn't talk very well because it was. Nine o'clock in the morning, we were exhausted. Nine, but, uh, it was like
1: seven o'clock. Was it? Morning. I don't know. Yeah. Well, remember. I guess it would have been it like nine early. o'clock our time here, but yeah. But you know the time difference. I just know.
0: I needed, but it was fun. Need more coffee. It was fun. Moment. We had Raymond Boyd and we had yeah. Dave Klo on there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a that was a cool episode because it was kind of fun to sit back and and have a couple people. Normally we have a guest. We actually had two guests, and I thought that was fun. I want yeah. to do more of that.
1: Yeah, and I'm thinking next year we've got to somehow. Uh, you know, convince Monty that we can just go out for the whole week so we can actually, you know, do a little vacationing and have some fun. <laughs> well, <laughs> so let something. me know how that goes. I'm <laughs> gonna well, I'm gonna need to have you kind of join in. on Well, that. <laughs> it, I mean, it
0: was rough. I mean, uh, you know, it was fun. We're it busy. was good. It was slam busy. I, yeah. I forget the exact count. Maybe we could correct myself, but I think it was like Ian was out there, obviously with us, and I think he took fifteen hundred and forty two pictures. My- is goodness. what it is so um he was actually busy i don't know if he just put his finger down and click click click, and he counted that but anyways okay. that 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 goes towards the count yeah. so it makes it uh, look like he was really busy
1: yeah. and it was exciting yeah. out there this year i mean you know after we get back and you think about it it's like my goodness there the positivity was at a really high level which i think is flowing into into february into yes. into march and it's it's going to really kind of help about what we're talking about today in my opinion
0: I I think you're right. I I enjoy that. I have felt that over the last couple years, personally. Um, It used to be, and I don't want to talk a whole lot about this because I I just don't like going in over the negative. It used to be the narrative of a lot of these shows with people that are at a certain age that I think that they were on the backside of their career, that everything had to be negative so they felt like they're relevant or they knew everything or downed everybody. This year, again, another year that I felt was super positive, super productive. Productive. And that's one thing a lot of the uh, the older generation, and I'm going to kind of probably bash on them a little bit. The older generation <laughs> talks about the younger generation. Experienced. Yeah, experienced. <laughs> um, they say, they don't work like we used to. Well, yeah. I, I'm glad because they work a lot harder, in mm-hmm. my opinion. We dealt with people that were uh, in the now uh, generation oh, yeah. that worked their rear ends off. They were very professional. They were right. It was just it was amazing. It was it was a breath of fresh air to me. And I was. Super excited! Yeah, love the show. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was great. You know, the name show. The name show. If I if we didn't say it, we're talking about the yeah. winter. NAM Sorry, show. I kind of assumed
1: everybody knew what yep. we were talking about. So, but man, yeah, the weather was great. That you know, man, it was just people seemed to be very nice. Man, it's obviously too. Even even the people watching out there. Like I was telling I was telling Ian, it's just kind of like if anybody thinks that like metal is dead, they're de- <laughs> they're dead wrong. Oh my god, they're dead wrong. If you're not carrying some kind of like ibanez or some kind There's of like Guitar that's appealing to that. Yeah, there's a ton of them
0: out there. There's a ton of it. There's there's a lot of great guitars out there that do appeal to the the heavy rock. I thought you were referring to the people, because let's talk about them for a few seconds, and we won't stay there very long. There is some outfits that they should they should have put in their closet and left twenty years ago. Well, because they don't (laughs) fit the same. Yeah, and and (laughs) we can leave that to everybody's imagination. Um, hey, it's, some, a, it's a good Some oppor- people just don't look as good as they think they
1: do. <laughs> well, it's a good opportunity for people to relive the glory days, I guess. Yeah.
0: Man, Stevie Wonder is lucky because he couldn't see <laughs> he it. Couldn't, yeah. He couldn't. Man.
1: Uh, speaking of, he, We're was, gonna have people he bash was actually that there, going, there, so. what are you?
0: Well, anyways, yeah. go ahead. I don't,
1: no, 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 no. That's all I'm saying. I think, I think it was good. And, of course, I think that there was a lot of uh, positivity that kind of flew into that. I actually had some of my clients... That were, of, uh, that, really? that were part of the NAM teaching sessions that were part of the Idea Mark Center. Maxwell, is that Mark who we're Maxwell. About? And then uh, Tim from Piano Trends actually taught oh, class okay, in the Idea cool. Center. Uh, this year and felt like it was you know it, they were very excited about doing that which so, they had
0: tons of educational stuff yes
1: and actually yeah. a lot of times we drew, walked by
0: that it was slammed Busy. full when the speakers I mean, there were was there. a couple hundred people at so, least in every everything yeah. that we've seen
1: yeah there's a lot of people that i think are thinking about i think they walked away from the nam show thinking about how can they improve their business this year uh which is exactly what uh, we're going to talk about a yeah. little bit from the philosophy standpoint so yeah
0: and I think uh, part of that is, as I know from my standpoint, you're, you're going to talk about things and I'm going to talk about things and they're going to be slightly different but kind of on the same page. Mm-hmm. I'm going to probably get a little bit more in personal stuff, not personal like, um, my home life and things of that nature, but personally what I want to accomplish, yeah. you're going to do some of that, but you're also going to be talking yeah. a, a little bit of, of business stuff, too. And, yeah. of course, I am, too. Yeah. Um, but you coming back from the uh, the NAMM show was good because I felt like I seen that you heard other manufacturers that we deal with. They were talking about how to be successful and how to hold people accountable. You you were hearing some of the same things yeah. that we talked to on, on the same basis. Yeah. And I could see that that could be very refreshing because it's not just us. Is well, that accurate? That's exactly
1: accurate. And, and and to be honest with you, it's a, kind of a sticky subject. It's a tough thing to deal with, you know, because, uh, you, you know, when you have a manufacturer sitting there going, hey, every six months to 12 months, we go through and we call off the bottom 5% of our customers because yeah. they're wasting our time. Yeah. That's a big deal. <laughs> and to be able to take that and implement that well, into
0: your philosophy you know why it's a is big a deal? tough thing to do. Because a lot of people don't think it's really happening. And, and I'm not talking yeah. about – I'm talking about upper-end manufacturers. We're not talking about uh, some of the lower-tier yeah. manufacturers, but the upper-end – A-line. A-line dealers or manufacturers, they are examining their dealer base and saying, how much does it cost us to do business with some of these people? Because they are not matching what we want to accomplish. That's exactly and right. And so a lot of people look at even what we do as a company – um, and say uh, that we're being hard or stringent. No, we're the easiest company. We're, we, we are actually too easy.
1: Oh, that's right. And even, in fact, one of the manufacturers says, why, why are you not doing this to the level they are? And we're like, what? Well, you know, we're, we're a little bit different. It's a different monster, but, but the, but the concept's the same. Absolutely. The concept, is the same. So we actually, today, we're going to try to talk about philosophy, Yeah, the philosophy from a daily routine to yes. a business practice. But, um, I mean, I looked up a quick definition of philosophy, and it says, what determines your business practice? Okay. So what is your philosophy as business owners going into 2019, you know, hey, the question now is, is hey, those of you who are listening here, you know, what are you gonna do this year? You know, yeah, you gotta make a plan, you gotta have goals, but what is kind of your philosophy from a daily routine even to a business practice of what you're going to do?
0: Yeah, and a lot of a lot of people are probably asking, why are we talking about this? Um, a big part of, of the why behind that is. Is it is the first part of the year, and and that's a lot of times when when this is a good topic to have. Yeah. In the summer or towards the end of the year, um, everybody goes, "Oh man, I'll worry about that next year." So why we're having this this conversation is is something that we need to have often. You know, even throughout the year, we need to have this conversation. But we are the first part of the year. Uh, We're still in the first quarter. And we truthfully need to sit down and uh, take inventory, uh, not of the manufacturers and our bills and all the other stuff that we've talked in the past, but I need to take inventory of myself. yeah. And that's kind of how I want to reflect today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I thought um, um, an overarching theme of what we can talk about today is is, – Part of philosophy is reassessing your core values as a business. You now,
0: sound very smart today. Well, I know. I mean,
1: I'm just. I was just thinking. You know, that's. I was trying
0: to get because my stuff staple. don't have any definitions. No, no, no. <laughs> it doesn't have any. Uh, I mean, you, you sound very intelligent uh, today. Well, have I told you that before? Uh, well,
1: you know, it's amazing what you can look up on Google. <laughs> um, but
0: um, that, I was wanting yes. to try to get a definition. I yeah. will admit you're trying I, to be this, serious and trying to be focused. Words. I that's okay, right. I'm with you. I'll, you I'll know, play along.
1: But but but. <laughs> but it is going to boil down to some of the things that you want to talk about, yes. like, hey, something simple, like, hey, are you writing a daily plan? And if you're yes. not, you need to start doing that. But... Um but but reassessing your values as a business why just yeah. as an overarching theme why do you think that would be good everybody needs to think about
0: well let's let's back up and talk about the the daily plan i mean that is something that um, over the last couple of days has been part of my thought process and 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 sometimes you know i may not be the smartest guy around but i do reflect on things i do sit back and think about things mm-hmm. and I, I i would i would consider myself a thinker um, and so I think and I, and I come to the realization, which is very obvious, that I accomplish so much more mm-hmm. when I write things down and I structure my day and have a daily plan because um, a lot of times and it's kind of fun. Secretly, it's fun, is I like just a shotgun approach. Mm-hmm. Just come in and make something happen or let it happen yeah. or or whether it's talent or experience or some kind of skill, react when something happens. It's kind of fun. I hate saying it that way because it's not always the best way, but I know for me that I honestly need to have a, a, a daily plan written out, mm-hmm. and then when I'm done at the end of the day, a lot of times I can look back and go, wow, I accomplished a whole lot more today, where sometimes today when I don't, mm-hmm. I may go, man, I forgot to do this. I forgot to do that. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to send this email back. I was supposed to call this person um, to where writing it down is something that I am going to make a very big intention to do on a daily basis this year. How, how often do you think
1: you accomplish the things you write down on a, your daily plan.
0: Accomplish it? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I would look at it as I I could probably easily accomplish at least 80% of what I write down, if not 100%. Now, how many times do I actually write it down and do it? I don't know if that's a two-part question, but I would say probably half of the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm missing out on half of the week, that extra uh, productivity, mm-hmm. um, or I may be a productive, but I'm productive in other areas that may or may not be uh, the areas that I need to focus on. Yeah, yeah. Does that answer the question? No, yeah.
1: Well, I, and I'm just trying to get feedback from you as far as like, you know, I, feel I know like I'm
0: in the principal's office. <laughs> yeah. You are busted. Yeah. <laughs> no, you
1: know, it's, it's like, so some, you know, people who are sitting here listening to this and trying to think about, okay, what are things I can do? Hey, you know what? I haven't been doing a daily plan. I need to do that. But you know, what else could be deflating is, is you sit there and you write down 15 things and then you only got to number two that day. And you're looking at crap. There's 13 well, things I never I even did.
0: I, I approach it differently I, I and, and uh, I do it because I don't want to necessarily beat myself up. I'm not doing it uh, to write it down and, and be like a superhero in the morning tool. when I write it down. It's frame. I frame out my day. It, it helps keep me in line. So it may be six things. What is the six most important things that I could do today? And then I may write a couple other things. If I get this done, I'll tackle this. Yeah. So it's not a, a really a hard list and and at the end of the day if I don't accomplish it I beat myself up. Yeah. It's it's to keep me focused, it's to it's so I can mark things out that I need to accomplish. Yeah. So I think th- I think what we need to do is we need to start easy. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to be nice to ourselves. We don't sure. need to beat each other up, but you write down things that are super infor- uh, important, mm-hmm. things that you absolutely want to accomplish. Maybe start with two things, four things. Like I said, I usually do about six. You know, and sometimes it might be 12, but I, I want to write at least about six things down. And then a lot of times below that, I'll write a couple extra things. Yeah.
1: And, and I guess some of this could be kind of an overarching things on your list. It's like... If you there, if something on the sixth on your list doesn't get done, it can be number one on the yes, next day. absolutely. It's just reoccurring things that absolutely. need to kind of be on yep. there,
0: be in top of mind, things absolutely. that you need to accomplish. So, and, and um, another thing, and not to interrupt, I think we need to do is we need to take uh, we need to take opportunity of time. You know, like for myself, um, a lot of times before I even come to work, I'm working. You know, I I work outside of here because I don't have. Um, a lot of the the you know interruptions and a lot of the things and so during that time I may have an hour or an hour and a half mm-hmm. and I know in that time I could pick out things where I could be super productive mm-hmm. a lot of times it's responding to emails because I don't have interruptions yeah. and I can get to them right now and then it sets my day up and a lot of times it might be uh, seven o'clock in the morning and I'm shooting off emails so it could be on the west coast yeah you know and so they don't even see it yet but when they walk in the door they have immediately they have something from me and then they can Respond, at, respond when they get a chance to. And then a lot of times, my time, it'll be, say, 10 o'clock, which is maybe 8 o'clock their time, I can get a response back, yeah. well, then that kicks it in motion. But if I wait until I think that they're in their office on the West Coast and and then i get tied up and do something else at yeah. the end of the day i'm like ah i didn't send them an email and then it prolongs it another day so point of all that is is when i think about it do it do it don't don't wait till later if it's a response that takes 30 45 seconds do it right now mm. and that's something that that truthfully i feel like i have learned from what i call the younger generation mm. i think they're better than any generation uh, as far as response, because they're so used to texting, mm-hmm. texting back, and shooting emails and, and corresponding that way, I feel like I have learned from the younger generation yeah. to do it right now.
1: No, absolutely. They they give they want an immediate response, yes. so they give an immediate response. And yes. Now, you know, as you as you're kind of hashing out uh, a little bit of your philosophy of that. Now, as business owners, let's say somebody says, "Yeah, that's something I need to be doing a daily plan." Do you think that that's something that then they need to? Implement everything. Everybody in their in their business. I think Should that's. Their a, I think that's. Be doing the same I think thing? that's
0: a great idea um, because a part of and I was going to get to it later, but I think I'll, I'll, I'll touch on it right now. Is that's also a good good way for them to be a, a mentor as well. Mm-hmm. They can educate their staff. They can teach their staff um, uh, how they need to be, which is part of being an owner, in my opinion. Um, but it also gives immediate results.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And when actually, that's a great point. I mean, if you are going to take the time to reassess the philosophy uh, you know, or reassess the core values of your business, mm-hmm. do you think a business owner should have a mentor? Should have, should have,
0: man. You know, uh, absolutely, it, absolutely. It, it, you, you always
1: need to be growing. I'm kind of thinking that that's every business owner should never be thinking that they're out on an island all by themselves. No, 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 no. They should absolutely. always be involved. So.
0: When you said should they have a mentor, I just started thinking about who I find in my life people that are go to that mm-hmm. I, you know, this this week, um, I texted somebody who's a friend. Who's very knowledgeable in in certain fields. And I said, man, when you get a when you get a chance, I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. No, no hurry, is what I said. Maybe 20 seconds later, bam, my phone rang. Yeah. And and I and it was a great conversation. Mm-hmm. But he was a mentor, he was a friend, he gave me great advice, and it was awesome. Yeah. I never, ever, ever want to think that I know it all. I've done it all, I've been there. Yeah. I constantly every, every, every single day of the week, every hour of the day, I just want to learn. I want to get better. I want to learn how to do what we do more and more and more. It doesn't matter how long you've been in the industry. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how much experience. I heard something last night. I was watching some things not related to music, um, and and there was a gold medalist, a guy. I think he won three gold medalists. I could be or gold medals. I could be wrong, but he came into another situation as a wrestler, and he went in and he was learning from somebody. And and the whole thought was, he go, comes in and asks questions. Now he's asking questions from people that maybe have been to the Olympics. Yeah, um, they may not have got there yet. They may just be great at at, at being in at being a wrestler. But he was constantly asking questions because he was constantly want to grow, constantly want to learn, and realize even with three gold medals, he doesn't know everything.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm thinking, too, a lot of times, I bet you, a business owner, especially in the music world, man. Um, actually, we've done podcasts in the past where that was one of the reasons why we've been such big champions of Nam. is is yes. people need to be involved. They need to have community. They need to have support. Uh, they need to have that. But um, – Man, I'm telling you what, I mean, even from a, you know, sometimes you got to step outside your own little world, you know, and have a conversation with somebody that can look from the outside in on maybe what's going on and give sound advice.
0: Man, I, I think that I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I think as business owners, um, a lot of times that we don't realize that we are, we are in a bubble and we don't know what to do. Sometimes we have employee issues. We have financial issues. The summers kick our butts a lot of times because there's not as much traffic, and we're going and going, and we're exhausted, and we're beat, we're beat up. It's just hard. Yeah. It's hard. And sometimes what you need is whether it's a rep, whether it's somebody at your church or somebody on your softball team or somebody in in whatever field wherever you want that needs to be that safe place that person yeah. that you go to uh, to ask questions to get encouragement um, and so. Yeah, please seek that out yeah. if you don't have that. Look around. I think that's something that, uh, that even we as a company do. I mean, we deal with a lot of customers, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's something that we focus on, Yeah, you know, having a relationship with our dealers because a lot of times they don't have any, anywhere to go.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you know how business goes. But things become, be, become very personal, Yes, and it's hard to sometimes make decisions. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you might, you know, just off the top of my head, you might have an employee. That you know, it's very personal because you the, either you like them as a friend, yeah. or they've been around the yeah. family for years, but they're not productive. And so you might need some outside advice Absolutely. on how do I handle this because mm-hmm. I'm not moving forward in my business, but also at the same time I feel like I have some kind of connection with this person. Absolutely. What am What am I supposed to do? And you need to get outside of your world Absolutely. and get and seek advice seek advice on that. So, yeah. but, um, I don't know. I, I, you know, these are all, um, as a word you said earlier, you know, we're trying to provoke thought. Yes. We're trying to, we're trying to say, Hey, listen, you know, this is a good time beginning of the year. We're going to, it's time to reassess your business, reassess what you're doing. But, um. Let's get a little bit more. What are some things that you do maybe on a daily basis outside of once you've got past your plan, what are some other things that you try to do that, that lend towards the philosophy of how we conduct business?
0: Well, I think a lot of it, uh, we touched on it a little bit, is is learning. Yeah, um, I, I really, really try to learn from those around me, whether it's reading books. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's silly that we're doing a podcast, but I'm going to mention listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. So I, I listen to stuff. Mainly, that's outside of our field. Yeah, um, you know, I, I find for for me personally, the 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 most encouragement and the the. Um, the best information that I gather is for, from certain podcasts outside of what we do. Yeah. Um, so I do a lot of that. Mentors, you're talking about men, mentorship. Um, so I, I have a few people in my life that I can lean on. Unfortunately, I don't do enough of that. That's, that's an area that I need to improve on because I think sometimes I get in my own bubble and and you just kind of want to push through, but I do. I need to reflect on that a little bit more. Um, something that that is a little bit different that may or may not even be, uh, a topic to bring up is, is personal time, yeah. Um, you know, and escaping all of it, unplugging from it all. I think in those days, it refreshes my mind a lot, yeah. You know, I, I, um, I have a place to go to with my cabin, where uh, a big part of it I don't have cell service. I don't have cable. I don't. I have TV, but mm-hmm. you know I watch a little get house, the on, little the house on the Prairie yeah, series. Yeah, you know yeah. you can watch that. Uh, yeah, but it's good. It's fun.
1: We're <laughs> <Poor> Happy Gilmore.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're Happy Gilmore. I love Adam Sandler. Um, but yeah, a lot of it is is that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's very good because during those times I find myself. Thinking a lot. Again, I, yeah. I go back to being a thinker, and I just think, what can I do better? How can yeah. I do this? Or I may watch something or hear something, little tiny tidbit, and then that, it, that again, provokes thought yeah. to where I start thinking about something completely different. But if I never heard that or never read it, it would never uh, uh, be reflective in my life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And even, even what I do on a daily basis, I try to understand – I want to try to understand how business is being done you know, and a lot of that is social media. Hey, I listen to a couple different podcasts on social media. Now mm-hmm. I don't do it to, imp- so that I could go, Oh, I've got to go do all of that, mm-hmm. you know, but I want to be able to understand, or I want to be able to have educated conversations with even my clients about potentially what they're doing. Because at the end of the day, there is a lot of business and I want to encourage them. If their philosophy is, you know, uh, of doing business is to try to pr- brand or market themselves in a certain way uh, as a you know quality uh, used guitar company then great i want to be able to uh, be able to give suggestions or be able sure. to understand what they're saying back to me and so learning learning's not necessarily always so that we can do something but learning in our situation so it can it might help be others. we can help others yeah. so we can be a part of that conversation and
0: encourage them and uh, i think it's equally important Yeah. important yeah so um, i mean uh, 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 truthfully a lot of what I try to learn is so I can give, yeah, so I can give back, um, whether it's employees, whether it's store owners, whether it's it doesn't matter i I try to learn so I can give back, so I, I agree with that,
1: yeah. I I just think that that's that's smart, you know, because a lot of times there is so much information out there. There's just no way you're going to be able to um, take it all in and apply it in your life. But obviously, you know, that can be able to help other people. So, but um, now as far as, you know, these are a little bit more personal things, you know, I don't know. I'm sitting here thinking that, um, you know, if we're going to reassess our values uh, of how we do business, I mean, Um, is this a good time to go back? And I'm sitting here thinking, Hey, if you, if, if we're here to provoke thought for people who are listening to this, you know, we need to talk about like, Hey, are you going back and reassessing? How did you handle your employees? How did you handle the, you know, the marketing of your company? Are you going back and doing this? Is this a good time of year to be doing this just in general?
0: I think it is. I mean, you know, I I yes, I do. I think it's a great time. I always go back to saying not only this time but all the time. Yeah. You know, that's that's something that we have to be very mindful um, but it is a great time because we all we, we all need a starting point. Yeah. I think that's why, you know, at the beginning of the year, that's why gyms uh, and aerobic places are full of people, because that's the starting point. Everybody's, you know, the holidays, they they may gain a few extra pounds mm-hmm. in there after after the New Year's. I'm going to start my membership back. Mm-hmm. up. Um, so we all we all need a starting place. And that starting place could be today. Yeah, uh, It needs to be, you know, whenever we could do it, but I think it needs to be now. Yeah. Um, so absolutely, I think it's a starting place.
1: Yeah, and I think it always, you know, you can always go back, and I think a lot of people are reassessing that 2018, it was a good year. Yeah, it you was. You know, 17 was a tough year. I mean, in the guitar industry with all the Sides and everything yeah. that was going on. So 18 was refreshing, and I know a lot of people that were up uh, business-wise and from 17 to 18 But you know what? Um, This is a perfect time to start reassessing to what are you going to start doing. We did a podcast earlier last year, last spring, that said, are you making goals? Are you making plans? Yeah, we've talked Um, about it a few times. and, And we need
0: to be doing that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I don't think it's something that we just do once and be done with it. I think mm-hmm. it's something that we need to talk about all the time. I mean, we always need to be self-reflective. And that's what I was talking about. More of what I'm I'm doing today is reflecting on myself. Yeah. A lot of the things that you're talking about today is reflecting on yourself, but is also uh, to reflect on other people and, yeah. and how we can encourage other people. I think they're both... Uh, a great way to approach it it's a little Mm -hmm. bit different Um, for myself today i'm just a little bit more uh, internal so to speak Um, with me i need to work on certain things so again i can give back certain things Um, you know the daily plan is something that even though i'm i'm admitting that i need to do more of it hopefully there's somebody out there that goes you know that's a good idea i need to do it as well or there's somebody saying he's right Um, i need to do it more and, and some people going, hey, I've got this one. I can scratch it off. I do yeah. it every day. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, and we want to be encouraging to at the same time. But what I'm trying to do with a lot of my clients right now is try and tell them, like, hey, th- there's no better time than now to realize that you can do better this year than you absolutely. did last year.
0: Absolutely. you know the- Well, and, and the hard part is the, the hard part, I think, a lot of times is is when somebody is doing really good business, I think they question, can I do more business? And, it, and it's a good question. It's a good assessment. Mm-hmm. It's something that is true. But I think a lot of times those people actually have the means to actually do more. Yeah. Because they've, they've been disciplined. They've done all these things in their business to become very successful. Yeah. So there's no, there's no glass ceiling no one is going to tell them they can't do more money. Yeah, And that's what we all need to realize. Nobody is going to stop you. Yeah, And we all need to make a personal decision. How can I do better this year? How can I do better right now? How can I be a better store owner? How can I be a better husband or wife or father or mentor? Um, how can I be better in all of this stuff? Who's going to tell you you can't? Yeah. I I, I won't. I'll cheer you on.
1: Yeah. Well, I think a lot of times we tell ourselves that. Yes. We tell ourselves that. And I'm hearing a lot, you know, a lot of times people, you know, you hear from, uh, you know, store owners, they're like, oh, man, I remember when, you know, back in 2006, I used to sell the 150 of these guitars. Now, you know, now I'm not, you know, I'm hearing less and less of that. Times are changing. And um, I think right now, man, we're at a better time than ever. To be positive, to be moving forward, and to be growing your business. I mean, I heard yesterday one of my clients said they've grown by th- over thirty percent for three years in a row. That's crazy. I mean, that's great. That's so they great. sold
0: one guitar, and now they, <laughs> and then sold, they sold three, three and then then they then sold, sold Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, uh, hopefully that's not what they meant. That's not okay. I just <laughs> want to
0: make sure because. Uh... <laughs>
1: Actually, that would be three hundred percent. Yeah, that'd be three hundred percent.
0: Hey, this is not a math class. Yes, yes. Thank God. I know,
1: absolutely. So, but um, um, so they
0: sold a neck. They had they had a whole guitar and they sold thirty percent of it. They sold a neck, you know. Yeah.
1: Well. Yeah. Hopefully, people see the humor in this. I doubt it, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but I would say too, as business owners, I, I do wonder. Um. Your only, your business is only going to be as successful as you can get your employees to buy into it.
0: I think that's part of it. I agree. I agree with what you're saying. I think first of all, um, and I think you would agree with this, that your business is. Partly only going to be successful is as you Mm -hmm. position yourself and allow yourself, because I think it starts with you, and then it starts with the employees. Then it starts going outward. Um, A lot of times, you know, I I heard something. I don't know. It was a couple weeks ago. There was a music store in a certain area. And then the salesman was like, I used to do business with this store, and they were talking about the area was horrible, and there's not a lot of money in the area, and I can't do this because of that. And then they went out of business. Well, actually, a a guy came in and bought them. They came in and bought that store. They changed the name, and now they're through the roof. They're selling the heck out of everything. And what was it? His attitude. Yeah. It was all in his attitude. You know, he was like, man, I need more product. I need to put more in here. I could sell more. And and that is a big part of it. So if you are a store, a store owner that, that your attitude is uh, defeated every day, how do you expect your employees to accomplish what you think that uh, they should be accomplishing? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's always one of those things that you have to look at yourself first and then make sure that your mind is correct, make sure that your attitude is correct. You truly have to be a cheerleader for your employees. You're the boss. You could hire them, you could fire them, you can you could do all this crazy stuff, but you need to be a cheerleader. Yeah. You need to be the one that is is that is is leading that team. Yeah. And with that, you have to have your mind right. You yeah. have to encourage yourself um, or, or have other people encourage you and you have to learn, you have to grow. There's all these steps that we're talking about that you have to take on to yourself, and with that, then I think that's how you become a successful store owner. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, and the philosophy of your business really can—you has to—you have to keep it in context. You know, if you kind of want to have this boutique kind of store that sells high end, you know, guitars or gets nice, you know, nice amps in or whatever, it's just it has got that certain vibe. And then you go out and hire an inexperienced person, trying to pay him seven dollars and fifty cents an hour. You're probably not going to get that. You know, you're no. not going to get that same attitude back out of your employee.
0: No, and why would you? No,
1: yeah, yeah. you wouldn't. But you know, sometimes you know, uh, people feel like, well, it's all I have. It's all. It's the only people around. You know, the hiring pool's not very good. So, you know, you know, sometimes I think people want to have a good philosophy. But then they get negative feedback from their surroundings, and it overall, sometimes it can overtake them.
0: I agree. Yeah, I understand that. Um, How do we combat that? Well, we're hiring right now. I mean, Mm -hmm. so I I just literally walked out of interviewing people. Mm -hmm. So I understand the the bad thing about having a good economy is the pool of people is less and less. Mm -hmm. When we have a bad economy— the lines out the door with people that are giving me resumes. Mm -hmm. So I understand. I understand that philosophy, but I have to be better at interviewing people, better at spotting talent, better at mentoring people, better at grooming people because we have to have an end game in. We have to look at them and go, hey, is this the right person that has the right culture for our business? If not, got to run the ad a, a little bit longer. And a lot of people don't want to do that. They go, "Well, I'm going to waste another week, maybe." But would you rather waste six months and hire the wrong person and lose thousands of dollars in sales, or waste another week? And it's not a waste. Yeah, the best investment you can make is hire the right person.
1: Yeah, and and hiring the right person, obviously, they got to understand the your approach to business. They got to understand how. You know, how you do business. And, and I guess that's the hard part of hiring people is, is, you know, yeah. you get people walking off the street. They can, you know, they can promise the world. You sure, know? Yeah, they they can, can say they can say all the yeah. right things. You have a lot of people that are really good at interviewing or going to interviews, but it doesn't necessarily translate. So. And, I, and
0: I'm really good at doing interviews, too. Yeah. You know what I do? I call them back twice Sometimes three times. Sometimes I ask them the same question multiple times. Yeah. And sometimes I catch them telling me the truth. (laughs) Telling different things. Yes.
1: Uh, uh, Today
0: I walked out uh, and I said, you know what? I'm glad that nobody came in drunk today. Yeah. Sometimes I have interviews with the the same problems that you have. Sometimes it's even worse. Yeah. You know, uh, Anyways, I, I was going to tell a story, but I'm not going to tell a story. <laughs> I don't know. Let's Maybe get off should. this topic. What else we got?
1: <laughs> I don't know. You were talking about. Uh... Well,
0: let me tell a story. So, <laughs> a, a handful of years ago, I was, I was interviewing for a salesman. This is true, man. It was probably, I don't know, maybe four or five. I don't remember. It was a while ago. Mm, so I'm mm, sitting in my office, think. and I'm looking through. I'm trying to be professional and looking yeah. through the applications to, to ask good questions and all this. And a hearse, a hearse drives in, and I'm like, what the heck is that? And this guy gets out, and he has a polyester suit on. Yeah. And he's walking to the front door, and I'm like, oh, no we can't be doing this i got two stories but anyways but anyways so he comes in yeah. and he comes in for an interview drunk as a skunk it was awesome, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, nobody is going to believe this unless you see it. Yeah. And man, he's in a hearse, so, he had a hearse, and and he gets out with a polyester suit. It was like Starsky and Hutch type yeah, clothes, man. man. It was it was crazy, and uh, that was something that I'll never ever forget. But another one that I think is, I think it's 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 probably the most shocking interview that i've ever had is we had a gentleman came in and he he worked for another big company and so a big part of a barometer of someone's personalities is up front we have a a couple ladies that are are sitting there, you know, secretaries yeah. and they're doing administrative stuff and there's a couch there and they talk to people and yeah. they're very nice. They're mm-hmm. very nice uh, uh you know, and it's a good situation. And I walk up front, and you can almost feel the tension. And I'm like, you know, and I get up, and it's just like dead silence. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. Yeah. And this guy comes back, and he is like a very, very aggressive personality. Yeah. And I'm sitting there interviewing him, and he's telling me, he goes, I would be your top salesman. I could outsell anybody on your staff. No one could hold a candle. He started going off on this. And I'm thinking in my head, I could never hire this guy Mm -hmm. because the other salesman would hate his guts. Yeah. It it wouldn't work. You know, it's just not a good fit. And so I'm real polite with him. And I'm thinking in my whole time in my head, I've got to get this guy out of my office. This is not going to work. So I do that. And then I go and. Um, take him up to the front and he walks out the door. And as soon as I did, the ladies up there go, I hope you're not going to hire him. That guy's a jerk. And, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, Oh, I said, well, I know I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah. And then, so he called back and Hey, as he made a decision, I was in the process of interviewing yeah. uh, other people. It takes a handful of days, you know, it yeah. takes time. Um, so and I did this and I'm like going this guy, he called a couple times and I'm like, man, he's going to keep calling. So I sent him a very, very nice professional email that said, um, um, I've decided on another gentleman. Um, you know, I wish you the best. <laughs> oh, I,
1: remember I wish things. you the best.
0: And, uh, <laughs> you know, right. I'm sure you're going to yeah. find a great job that's yeah. a great fit. I'm being Mr. PC. Yeah. And you know how he responds? Yeah. F you. (laughs) And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You know, and, and, you know, the the funny thing Uh, is, is what if I would have hired this guy? Oh, I know. I know. And so when we go back to hiring and firing, we're talking about owning a music store and we talk about um, why are we not successful. A lot of times we're not successful because of the decisions that we make. Mm -hmm. Now, as soon as I had this guy in my picture, I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work. I got another story. And then... <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and this is fun. And then he comes back, and then he starts routing everybody. Yeah. And I'm like going, there is no way that this guy would fit in. Yeah. Customers would hate him. Yeah. Yeah. After a while, salesmen would want them out of here. Yeah. So how does that help the team? Yeah. How does that help the company? The hang has got to be a part no, of it. No, the hang is 90% of mm-hmm. it. And so with that, like I said, the girls up front immediately, yeah. I hope you're not going to hire this guy. Yeah. He
1: read like uh, how to be hired uh, uh, on a job in three easy steps or something. He read some kind of I guess, but I saved
0: his email, (laughs) and so I think it's Uh, funny. All right, one more story. So I I was interviewing another guy, and this was for the repair shop. Yeah, and uh, you know, a lot of times we get guys. There's nothing wrong with being confident. Sometimes I'm confident. Sure, confident. I try not to be good. cocky. Yeah. There's a difference. Sometimes I'm cocky, but mm-hmm. I try not to be. I don't I don't want to come across as as that. Anyway, so this guy comes back and he starts telling me what a great repairman mm, is. I remember this. Um, I I would be the best repairman that you have. Yeah. I could do more, I could do it better. I've not only repaired guitars, but I've been in the furniture industry. I think it was twenty years. And he started going on and on and and I could teach these guys something. And I'm just sitting there going, Man, we've got some good employees. Yeah. We've got some great repairmen. And I'm not gonna let some guy come off the street that I don't even know bash our guys. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. And so I had a choice. And I've done this before. And the first choice was get out of my office. Yeah. I'll get out of here. And I know that sounds harsh, but I've done that before. Or, or I can have a little fun. Yeah, And I was a little bit ornery, and I was going to have a little fun. So I walked out to the shop, and the gentleman who was uh, leading the shop, I said, Hey, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to set up a bench, and I'm going to have this guy do a repair. He didn't know I was doing that. Yeah. Man, he locked up and it scared you could you could tell that yeah. it scared the crap out of him. Yeah. And I told I told the the, the the guy running the shop I said, "Hey, he thinks that he can do repairs better than any of us." And man, he was like, dude, he oh. had to be starting sweating bullets. He was, and he just had that look. What did you ask him to do? No, well, I don't remember. But then, then he went into the shop to grab something, and then that guy goes, "Hey, hey, I need, I need to talk to you." And I said, "Yeah, what's that?" Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Um, uh, I, 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 I can't do this. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this." And, and. I think you're right. You've got some good repair guys. Yeah. I, I appreciate your time. And he sticks his hands out, <laughs> shakes my hand, and just walks to the yeah. front door. And then Ryan was the gentleman. He comes out and he's like, Where's he at? Yeah. And then no, I told and, him the and story. maybe he
1: would have been a good repair guy. But but his but his approach to the whole thing is what blows it.
0: Well I mean, and I think the the I think the takeaway for all of this for me is protect who you have. And, and have faith in you. I mean, we yeah. have some great repair guys, yeah. some good people. Why am I gonna let some guy that I don't even know bash them, yeah. cut them down? Talk about be- – he might have been better than a lot of the guys. He probably was. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of like one of those things like siblings, they fight mm-hmm. and they beat the heck out of each other. But when someone else wants to fight them, yeah. they're going to gang up on him and oh, kick yeah. his butt. Oh, so yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. So back to all that. I don't even know the question that you asked, but I'm no, going to no. act like I know. Um, getting back onto that, having employees – hiring the right employees, getting them in your job. I think those are a couple little illustrations on why it's so important. (laughs)
1: Yeah, well, in, in in the question. did, did the, I answer the question? Well, I don't well, know. Yeah, but was, I told a few stories, and I feel better about myself. No, they, they were great stories. And when the conversation was, and about, if
0: anybody wants that email, I'll send it. But I <laughs> just know I'm not telling. Know. I'm not saying f you to them. But anyways, <laughs> go
1: ahead. Well, and in the, in the, the 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 conversation was about um, hiring employees that have yes. the same philosophy as okay. you. You know, yeah. You can't. You know, you have to keep it in context. You can't hire people that totally disagree with you. You know, and I'm just saying, reassessing as people are reassessing, uh, you know, how they do business. How can they improve their business? How can they build business going forward? Employees is a huge proponent to that.
0: Man, I tell you what, employees is one of the most. Mm -hmm. It's it's one of the best tools you can have. Mm -hmm. Good people. If you have good people, um, man, it's. it's huge. It's yeah. huge. You mm-hmm. have to have good people. Yeah. You know, the, as a store owner, you can leave the building and you can have good people taking over and they have your best interests at heart. Yeah. Absolutely. We, we've got a, we got a, and I say a kid, I think he's, you know, probably 30, 31 years old. We were talking about this in a salesman meeting the other day and we brought it up and I said, one of the reasons, many reasons, but one of the reasons I really like this guy is he's always putting the business first. Yep. And, and that's powerful. That's mm-hmm. huge. I will do anything I possibly can for this kid. Yeah. Anything. Why? Because when he does something and he makes a decision, he is thinking about the company that he works for. That's a great attribute. That is yep. something that we need to surround ourselves in music stores. If we want a successful music store, a big part of it is us being successful in our mind, but also hiring people that want to be successful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and then um, um, also uh, one of the other things that I think we need to touch on is 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 if your philosophy is to be you know be a successful business to be you know, a positive, ethical, moral business, then, um, man, this day and age, businesses got to think about how they can get involved with charity.
0: Yeah, I mean, charity, um, I agree. <clears throat> giving back is something I every agree. business needs to think about. I agree. I, I, I think something that, that is kind of interesting is, and I actually just brought this up in an <clears> interview, <throat> and, and, and a lot of times some of my interviews has nothing to do with, at times with a job, but it's more of exactly what we're talking about today, philosophy, is, is I wanna know what makes that person tick. Mm-hmm. They may not be mature enough to where they've gotten to that point, but if it's <clears throat> in their DNA and a little bit comes out, I know that there's hope you yeah. know, for yeah, them yeah. as an employee. So with that, uh, brought up charity. and I And I told this kid, because he was a kid, he was young, I said, one thing that I have learned and I'll back up and tell you the why behind all this, is I said I have learned that I need to give with no expectations. Yeah. Because why I said that is because he said I want to I give and be more of a giver, and that could be anything. It doesn't, we automatically think money. It doesn't have to be money. Mm. Um, he says I want to be a giver, but sometimes you know, things make me upset because, um, you know, and he listed out a host of reasons. And I said, if you want to be a strong mind and if you want to overcome this, you have to give with no expectations. Yeah. And so today, us as a company, and this is a – to me, we're, we're laying down the, the groundworks of things that will hopefully blossom as a company in the next couple years, yeah. two years, five years, three years. I don't know. Um, but we're laying out the groundwork, and that's dealing with charity, Um, And so what we're trying to do is to not only, I I know for myself, not only to give, but also teach people how they need to give. Hopefully in in this path that we're on, it's to give with no expectations. Because if I can give with no expectations, I I don't get angry. Mm -hmm. I don't get mad. I don't don't even expect someone to say thank you. Yeah. I talked to this young man, and I said, I open up a door for somebody, and if they don't say thank you, I don't let it bother me. Yeah. Why? Because my goal is to improve myself as well as to be a gentleman and be courteous to them. That's right. Because a lot of times uh, how it started was I had a son and a daughter that was watching me. And it goes back to being a mentor. That was a quiet way of of mentoring and leading them Mm -hmm. because I want my son to respect women, to be kind to people, open doors for people, Mm -hmm. to help people. And I want my daughter to do the same thing with no expectations. Yeah, that's right. I
1: mean, if you're opening a door, obviously this is – if you're opening a door to get a thank you – You've got to go back and reassess. You do how you how you, you approach
0: everything. I agree. I, I want to open that door again to be kind, but I also want to do it to strengthen myself. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the, what I get from it, is to know that I could be mentally. Um, I do it for the right reasons. The right reason is is because I want to be a gentleman. Yeah. that I care. And I think uh, charity is a big thing. We give uh, as a company, and again, I I say we as a company, we come together and do a lot of charity work that is awesome. I was thinking about it this morning. I was thinking about the things that we do to help other people. And and the opportunities that we have to help other people. And yeah, we're doing great things for other people and they're benefiting, but how much are we benefiting? I'm looking back and going, man, this helps me. Mm -hmm. It encourages me. It gets me excited when I see somebody else excited. Mm -hmm. Um, It helps me be, again, a, a stronger person. It helps me focus on things that really, really matter. It helps me not to think business Every day, all day, mm-hmm. it lets me be a human being. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, the core. If you're reassessing the core values of your business, I mean, my goodness, I would have to say, man, as a business owner, are you assessing how much you give back? Because you know, as a business owner, a lot of times our philosophy is, "Hey, what can I get out of? I get people in my store. It, that's I get, most. I get, that's I get, most. A bui- that's in,
0: most of business, and that is something that uh, being around people like that." That they do everything to get. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little uptight right now because it really <laughs> <you> kind of <laughs> it kind of makes me mad. Um, so I, I was thinking about this, and I want to get off that topic because it gets me upset. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about another reason why we should give as like an employer is is look at people that that is on your staff and what do they care about. Mm-hmm. So we're doing something currently. That and this sounds bad and I don't want it to sound bad. Is so we go to nursing homes and we sing for nursing homes. Mm-hmm. People that are at the end of their life, it's it's sad. And again, this sounds bad. I don't want it to sound bad. Unfortunately, I don't have the level of compassion that I need for this. Uh, class of people and when I say class I don't mean it in a demeaning yeah. way this age group that's probably a better that way. stage of life but I do have an employee that cares in spades for older people so why it continues well we have several people but one person in particular why I want to see it continue is for the betterment of that person and it's a, a she mm-hmm. so she can be part of what we do. Mm-hmm. So she can contribute and yeah. she can feel good. So again, that comes back to being a mentor, a leader, whatever you want to call it. I don't always want to go, we're going to do this because it satisfies me. Yeah, I want to always look out. And again, it goes It goes to giving and not expecting. So we do something, it benefits people that, <clears throat> that can't help themselves. Yeah, It's a great thing. But I could see the glow in a person's eyes, yeah, and the endearment that they have for the company that they work for. That is awesome. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And you know, a lot and of,
0: she's not going to listen to this, so <coughs> she's not. So she's she's not going to listen. to That was it. a requirement. No, no. Um, But and, but if she is, Jenny.
1: We love you. Yeah, you're an amazing human being. Yes. Absolutely. But, you know, and part of charity, too, a lot of times is looking, is just, is being aware of the opportunities around you. Absolutely. Because, my gosh, I mean, we we all know there are everywhere. And as business owners, you do have unique opportunities to get involved in your in your local community. It doesn't need to be something, you know, huge. It might be, it might even be something to where, you know, hey, the philosophy of your business is is, hey, this year I'm going to try to figure out how I can help 10 people that can't afford to take lessons to make sure they have a guitar in their hand and they can take lessons. That's
0: a great thing. As a store owner Man, you could do something. That's a that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up. We we can we can think about things. that doesn't really cost us any money or very little very money. Very little. Yeah. But what do you offer that you can actually reach out into your community? Uh, you know, several years ago, we gave a guitar uh, away when somebody did a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I won't get into the the details of it because it 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 was a real negative situation. And and somebody, well, the the detail that I will give is someone says, "I don't want this guitar." And I and I thought, you know, the good that you can do with it, you could give it to a mom that has a child yeah. that wants to play guitar that they can't aff- you can't afford it. Yeah, you can give it to them, and it doesn't cost you a penny. Yeah, you can sell that guitar and take the money and buy your staff pizza. Yeah, you could do so much good, and so looking for opportunities is something that we all should do as <laughs> store owners yeah. to say, what can I do? And it doesn't have to be – it costs you a ton of money. It doesn't have to cost you anything. What can I do for the community? You know, How many of you guys would be willing to go down to the local school that is having a car wash for the band department and go, I'm going to go wash cars for three hours? That's right. What's wrong with that? Yeah. There's nothing. And then the band director goes, "Uh, what are you doing here? Man, I own this music store down the road. I'm into band. I was I was in band when I was in school and I just want to come down and help. Absolutely. It doesn't take no it doesn't take nothing. A couple hours? Yeah. Or come and bring them a, a soft drinks or donuts or mm-hmm. or something. I mean, that's the kind of things that we need to be looking for because again, it betters it betters those people. Yeah. It endears them to you. You feel better for it. Mm-hmm. You're actually your vision. You're casting a vision that is so much further than this is my bubble mm-hmm. and me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. How shallow are people that that's their focus? They never ever. They never ever ever accomplish. What they potentially could.
1: Yeah. Well, and business owners, a lot of times, you know, it can, it, you, it can be easy to kind of get closed in in it your own can. bubble. Yeah, I agree. You know, you feel like the walls are closing in, you know, maybe money's tight things or things like that. But uh, another
0: good reason to find things that don't cost money or are free. Th- that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. But
1: the, the, but the best thing to do to try to bust out past that is, is to try to see how you can get involved and give things back. And yeah. Yeah, I would say, for ninety-five percent of the business, you know, store owners out there and business owners out there, that would reflect their core values. I agree. They want uh, to get back. They might, absolutely. They might just not feel like, man. I just they know can't. How. I just don't yeah. know how. Sure, I don't see the sure. opportunity.
0: Well, hopefully, and, and with the topic to that we're talking about, that they'll sit there and think about it. It yes. could be anything. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, so much of this is just to get people thinking. Yeah. It's not that that we know everything that we're coming down. It's nothing yes. negative. This is all positive. You know, maybe they could sit there and think what can i do yeah because send us ideas yeah i mean i would love to hear ideas yeah. because we have some great dealers there's great people listening yeah. to it that are super super smart we're just a couple knuckleheads yeah. that have a few microphones <laughs> and a couple cameras and uh, yeah. we shouldn't use cameras but yeah. you know we do but it's anyways yeah
1: send us ideas i want to yeah, hear ideas and that's good and if you're listening to this and you see those opportunities hey take the opportunity yes do get involved. You know, if you see people in need that are around you, students or people walking in your store, man, just just do help it. People, just help. Figure people. out yep. how you can do Absolutely. that. If you want the core values of your business to be, uh, you know, uh, prevalent or to be known, yep. then man, then make them come out.
0: Well, what a, what a better way, and again, I, I, I say this, but I, I don't want to, to sound like you do it for other people to see, but what a what a great example for you to do things and your staff see that you're that yeah. type of person. That's right. I mean, you, you can help people that are in need and you help them out. Yeah. You know, you have a guitar that you don't have no money into it or very little of it that you can help somebody that they can't help themselves. That's right. Um, or... Uh, whatever it is, whatever it is, it's, it's great for their employees because that's the best teaching tool that we have Mm -hmm. is to have people see you do the right thing.
1: Yeah. Well, and I, if we're going to bring it back to a little bit of business, you know, a lot of times when you talk to, talk to manufacturers or you talk to businesses or you talk to people who know businesses, nobody ever goes, Oh yeah, I know that guy. He sells a lot of guitars. Yeah. No. Nobody really talks like that. People go, "Oh yeah, I know that guy. Man, he's a great guy. We actually sat down and had a great conversation yes, yes. when he told me about well, this." It's kind of crazy.
0: Go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt you. Well,
1: and, but that—that's yeah. that, it. I mean, those are the reflections. Yeah, that people and that's see. kind of
0: the story. I was sitting. I had somebody in my office the other day that was a very powerful person, and you've heard this uh, story. But I was talking about things. And, and we were just sharing things. And then he said, I want to help you. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I've been listening to you for like the last 15 and 20 minutes, and you never brought up yourself. Mm-hmm. You were bringing up other people. Yeah. And I stopped and thought about it. And, you know, we were bragging. I was mm-hmm. bragging about employees. I was bragging about things that this person did and this person. And then it compelled him to want to help me Absolutely. which helps us as a company, yeah, and now I, I bring it up as as not to brag about it, I bring it up as it was eye opening mm-hmm. because I need to do more of that, yeah, I need to be more mindful of that and and if we have employees, man, we could go up to somebody and say, You did a great job today, I appreciate yeah. you you know i I was talking about an employee the other day, um and I just said, Hey, you know what, man, I really appreciate you, yeah. And he just stopped for a minute, and he just froze. And then you could see it it processing. Mm -hmm. Who knows how many times that's happened in his life? Yeah, Maybe it should have happened 200 times. But somebody never, ever stopped to say, I appreciate you. You know what that that can do on the back end? I I don't need anything from that. Mm -hmm. But I guarantee you, when he's working, he's working harder. Yeah.
1: No, absolutely, absolutely, and and even if if you're sitting there as a store owner, sitting here thinking about all of this, you know the big big uh, argument over the last several years is oh I'm just a small store I can't compete with the big box stores. Wow, wow. well, uh, but one of of the things that we've always tried to say is is you (laughs) know the big box stores has always had a problem with connecting and charity and and being that type of person on on the level with people walking in their store. I mean everybody goes, hey, I walked into this big box store and hated and I, it. No I, one I, talked to nobody me. Nobody talked yeah. to me. Or I was in there for fifteen minutes and I somebody said hello to me when I was walking yes. back out the door. Yes. You know, but this is an opportunity. This is how yes. you grow your business. Yeah. This you know, this is where you can get a chance for, you know, the philosophy of your business is going to help you grow because you can deliver something that they can't.
0: Yeah. I agree. Well, and I think a lot of times we look at what we don't have or we, we, we think that we don't have, but we, a lot of times we need to look and see what we really do have. Yeah. We have great customer service. Yep. We have great employees that are kind to people, yeah. that are helping people, that are greeting people. You know how powerful that is? Mm-hmm. Because there are people that walk into other places that, they, that no one talks to them. Yeah. And, and they act like they don't want their business. And somebody walking into another establishment and you have a good employee or even yourself saying, how are you doing today? Yeah. You know, that's stuff that doesn't cost us a penny. Yeah. But we can do it. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. That should be that should be part of our model. If we have people and staff that don't do that, we just need to sit down and have a heart to heart with them. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're right. Uh, You know, if we do have a small music store, we shouldn't look at what we don't have. But we should sit there and think about what we do have. That's right.
1: And if you don't have those things, then that's what I need to be doing. I just
0: said. Did you catch that? say it again? No, I'm not going to. I forgot. (laughs) I can't remember what it
1: was. Uh, Ian, we're going to need you to rewind. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening, just rewind or something, something like that. But it was brilliant. Whatever it was. But anyway, so I mean, that's that's about that's about all I've got. I mean, I think we covered a lot. This is a time for people to to think about and reflect, self reflection on their business, personally. What do you do?
0: And, um, yeah, well, we and I, to hope, I hope everybody listening understands that this, what we're talking about, it none of this is to be perceived as we're coming down on anybody or we have all the ideas or we know what we're it's, it's nothing like that. Yeah. We truly, truly, truly want people to reflect on themselves, yeah, better themselves, and think of ways that they can improve on themselves. And with that, they can Mm -hmm. also improve on the people around them. Yeah. Um, This is something, even though it's the first of the year, it shouldn't be just for the first of the year. It's something that we need to be doing every day. Yeah. Um, That's my goal. I want to. I really, really, really want to be a better person every day of the week. Yeah. Um, I want to learn, I want to grow. There's so much room for improvement in my life. um, And there's so much that I feel like I can offer. And there's also so much more that I can offer if I improve myself. Yes. And so that's what I need to do is I needed to make a, a bigger goal for myself to increase my learning increase my self-awareness and and all the attributes that I view as positive to increase those so I can do it for myself, but also that I have something to give away.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Everybody just needs to have, take some time and reflect on that and and, and see how they need to implement that in their own life. I agree. So anyways, but man, it was a great conversation. Yeah. So hopefully this is a good, uh, kind of a good catapult going in through first quarter. Man, you in, know. Words of encouragement I, for everybody. I think
0: it is. And 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 I think uh, I think this could be a great year yeah. if, we, if we decide. It's right. And I think that no matter the store, no matter the situation, no matter what the uphill climb is. Um, Man, one bite at a time. Yeah, You know, we can do it. We can what we you know, part of what we need to do and we're going to wind down and I don't want to start this back up is we need to reflect and then get out of this year and look back and say, man, I accomplished a ton of stuff. That's right. and, and how we do that is a little bit all the time. That's right. So whether that's weekly goals, whatever it is, set things that you want to accomplish in your personal and your business life and just work on it. You know, and work on it and accomplish it. And then you can start marking things off so you can reflect back on the year and go, Wow, yeah, nineteen was a great year. That's right.
1: That's so. exactly right. So, and, and, and if there's any way, hey, uh, the music retail show at gmail.com. Of course, we always want people to, you know, Do, should we announce that we have
0: a website?
1: Have we done that yet? The music retail show dot com. Yes, it is dot com, right? It is .com. Yeah, for anybody watching, uh, they just looked
0: away. That's you know. right. Is that what we they call ch- like, the third wall in movie That's stuff? Right. I don't know. Ian
1: is the third wall. He's
0: the third wall. Um, but oh, yes,
1: wait. Ian's the fourth wall, he just said. I don't know what
2: that yeah, means. Yeah, it's the fourth
0: wall. Okay. Yeah. Did he? No, I wasn't going to say anything like, did he flip you off? I don't didn't. know. And I don't want to come across as if I would say something like that. <laughs> yeah, because you yeah. never would. I, uh, yeah. um, hey, uh, what were we talking no, about? I don't even Are know. Are you winding down? We're done. Okay,
1: we're done. We're done. We're done. All, we're done. Done. All, All right, right, everybody. Hey. Have a
0: great year, everybody. That's right. We'll see you next year. Sounds good. No, we'll see you later.
1: All right, everybody. Welcome back. Man, that is a great episode. We talked a lot about there. Man, philosophy is a big deal when it's determining the business, your business practice. So... Obviously, the takeaway is is you guys just need to sit down and reflect what you've been doing and how you can improve upon that and what that would look like. So, of course, if you like this episode, we'd love for positive reviews on iTunes and uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, everywhere uh, that you can get this. Also, go to themusicretailshow.com now to be able to see all the episodes whether it's the video or the audio check us out on Facebook and Twitter as well but man we appreciate it and we'll see you on the next
2: episode Franklin Strap has been designing, manufacturing and distributing premium guitar straps and the Glider Capo since 1999 our consistent premium quality materials, timeless designs and support from the most impressive musical retailers in America have made Franklin America's go-to guitar strap brand Our catalog was designed so that your inventory dollars are put to the best use. As a small business, we understand that every cent matters. Each one of our series is a consumer market designed for the needs of a specific player. Every single model must meet a quality, economic, and aesthetic criteria that defines our brand. We price our straps based on the needs of the working musician, rather than corporate profit goals. All while keeping the economics in the USA. And this philosophy is the DNA that gives Franklin its unique legitimacy. It also inspires us to earn your confidence, trust, and loyalty. Visit franklinstrap.com and don't hesitate to call or email with any questions on how to become the next member of the Franklin family. 615-791-7057. Info at franklinstrap.com. Franklin,
0: the soft strap. Thanks for listening to the Music Retail Show.